0: And we're back with another episode of Survivor Worldwide on Reality Pop. And we sadly are meeting Pinty in these circumstances. Pinty is the second person voted out of Survivor South Africa Immunity Island. Pinty, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, Chris. I'm good. I'm good. No complaints coming from my side.
0: Oh, that's good. I spoke to um, someone that is a friend of yours um, that you met on the top of Table Mountain over the weekend uh, and Tony who played in Survivor South Africa season six and she did the recap for your episode with me and she was absolutely gutted to lose you so early on. And she said that you were such a positive person and such a bright light in her life at a time when she needed it most. Um, so she was yeah. rooting for you and for Jason both. Um, sadly, yeah. you guys are the first to to out of the, um, the game. What made you want to play Survivor? because at that time you already knew who who Tony was when you approached On Table Mountain. Um, And were you a fan for a long period of time? What made you want to apply?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the main reasons why I wanted to apply is because I'm just an adventure person. I love the outdoors. I love, you know, just the idea of survivor. And um, yeah, I just thought that I'd be good on the show. And, um, you know, I would thrive sort of in the in the in those natural elements. So, I mean, it was it was also just um, you know, like, instead of thinking it always, just give it a go and see how how far you can get. So, um yeah, that was one of the the reasons why I entered for the show.
0: Did you apply many times, or was this the first time that you applied and you immediately got on?
1: Um, this was the first time that I applied, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. awesome. And how, how was the game for you compared to your expectations? You mentioned that you were someone that liked adventure, you liked the outdoors. How did that compare to what the actual game is about when you got playing?
1: You know, um, it was, it, you, you can never know until you do it, hey? It's um it's the same, you know, like you can't describe something, or even like going skydiving, for instance, the exhilaration that you feel, and um, you can never know. So yeah, it was it was definitely. I didn't expect a lot of things, but I also didn't go in there with many expectations. Um, I was just really ready to drink up the the experience and just to to be immersed and just being in the game, and and playing the game. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and obviously, you know, you go into the game and you end up forming, from what we can see on the edit, you form a very close bond with Chappies early in the game. You guys are seen together trying to get the fire starting. started the end episode one. What is it that drew you to Chappies in the game? To want to work I, I with mean, him?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we were, you know, like, just to elaborate, you know, we, there's a lot of time spent. we we're spending time together and um, you know we're trying to navigate our new life for the next few days and um, naturally um, you know I gravitated towards him and I felt that that was reciprocated by him as well and um, you know it's just, it's just the same as you know when you're a kid and you go to a camp and you don't know anyone by you know the day the second day you already found your tribe and um, in this instance, in Survivor, you know, we don't, we didn't have, it, it was like we were finding our tribe, you know, within those few hours that we we landed at at camp. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons. And just, you know, trying out to get the fire going um, in a primitive way was also another thing that, you know, kind of drew us closer together. Or drew us and, closer um, together.
0: And and the other the other two people that we see you working with here in the second episode is Nesu and also Paul. And um, specifically, I guess there's two questions here. Firstly, Paul, what drew you to Paul, and give us a little bit more insight on what Paul's personality is like when you were out there? Because to us, he's a bit of a, a mystery man at the moment. If they're looking for a new 007 over in the in the UK, then maybe they should look
1: at him because he's a bit of a mystery to us. Yeah. Well, you know, in at the start um I wasn't really drawn to Paul um I didn't really have um you know any conversation with him about making or building an alliance or having an alliance with him and um you know my initial alliance was with Inesu and Chappies and um Paul grew closer to Chappies who then was quite close to myself and Inesu and that's how the sort of the integration happened and um, so I can't really say much more around that because um mm. yeah like I said, you know, he was more brought into or integrated by Chappies and, you know, um, yeah, I wish I would have been there for longer to get to know him better and, and see how, how he plays and so on.
0: So you're gonna be just the surprise to us as the uh, story unfolds around Paul for the rest of the season. Um, the other person there that we mentioned was uh, Nessu and it does look like um, both you and Nessu had a pretty close relationship out on the island. We do see her there at the end, um, quite upset when you get voted out. And you were even confused to the point where you thought Nessu was the person who did not betray you. And you, th- from what we saw on the episode, you said that you know both Chappies and Paul must have orchestrated the blind side against you. Um, Um, What is it that made you trust Inesu uh, so much in the game?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if you watch the episodes, but there's sort of a a scene in which, you know, I'm quite, you know, trusting and I'm speaking about, you know, if there's a blind side coming towards me, please do let me know. And I'm playing a trusting game and I'm quite kind of open and honest about my standing within the game and within my alliance. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah so you know her crying and stuff really kind of validated that for me at the time and at that moment of being voted out that okay, she maybe didn't know about this. I mean, people only cry when they're sad most of the time, and especially in that moment, that was a sad moment. So um you know, that was my assumption that she didn't know. and um yeah, um I mean, it was it was a tough time. it was it took me by surprise, and um I think that also kind of contributed to that, you know factor of, okay, she's crying, you know, she would only be crying if she was sad, or if she was taken aback, or these kinds of things, and not really realizing that she's crying, because, I don't know, what for whatever other reason, so, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, touching on the whole me thinking that um, Chappies and Paul were, were involved in the blind side, and then seeing the show, and seeing that they actually didn't vote for me, was also, like, a huge thing for me, because I'd You know within the tribe but felt sort of a a bit of uncertainty coming from their side and um and a bit um sort of uneasy so i thought that they'd orchestrated it and you know yeah fair to say that they didn't and um yeah it it, it made me feel it made me feel sort of you know happy in a way to see that they, they didn't go against their word and um yeah it's like it was genuine for me to see that so
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's great to see it. I mean, Chappies and and yourself, you know, as two people that I wanted to go quite deep in the game, I was I was really rooting for that alliance, and um, yeah. I'm glad that you can can make peace with the fact that Chappies didn't turn his back on you in the game. Uh, another yeah, thing I that to me peace. was quite sorry. Sorry, you go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying I've made peace with you know with the overall turnout of the game. I mean, it's really important not to hang on to that and um, let it you know kind of get you to a point of you know mm. like darkness or you know because it's the only person that it's going to affect is me. And um, I think overall, I've definitely made peace and more grateful for the opportunity that I got to be on the show and to be one of the castaways on uh, Immunity Island. It's
0: it's a great... Great outlook on it. No, definitely. It, it adds to the whole interview with you having that insight there as well. And uh, another question I wanted to ask you is obviously in the episode, we see that there were tension between yourself and Carla at points. Um, there was uh, a lot of things going around the camp. What is it that made you and Carla just not click or vibe on the island? Were you aware that there was animosity from her side towards you? And <laughs> how was that watching that on the show? Was, was, you know, was it something yeah, that you mean- were aware of?
1: you know like i said just a few moments ago chris like you know just to elaborate on all of that and um you know it's it, for me it's a really important thing to also realize that you know what what you see is a compression of what of days in mm. and days out so um i really was not aware that there was animosity between us to that extent um in which you know it was that deep that <laughs> um mm. you know for me what i realized whilst watching the show is that you know her whole, like, m- my sort of um, abras- abrasive behavior or sort of straightforward behavior or whatever was, you know, it was sort of a fuel towards the end goal in which I think she was trying to protect Mike. And Mike had a massive target on his back. And um, I was the driving force behind that. And, uh, yeah, definitely the way that I, I you know, kind of um, was just putting my foot into it and just – really at the right time, no, at the wrong time, but at the right time for some time, just putting my foot into it. Um, you know, it kind of did play against my, you know, against me in a way. And um, yeah, to be honest with you, I had no idea that it was actually like that deep with her and that it was going to a level in which, um, although this is the game of Survivor. So, you know, any form of, any any kind of, you know, ammunition that you can give, like it can like really just blow up in your face. And, um, Yeah, and, uh, you know, ultimately, um, you know, she had a good strategy and it panned out really well for her. I mean, yeah, kudos to her.
0: (laughs) Now, it kind of sort of goes into what I wanted to ask you next, and it was around Mike, you know, because obviously you didn't target Carla directly because you weren't aware that she was coming for you. Um, But, Mike, why was he the easier target in your mind and why did you sort of target him at the spot opposed to someone else in the game? Could you talk a little bit uh, to that?
1: Yeah, sure. So, you know, I was, as you know, I was like kind of committed to this alliance between Chappies and Nessu and our latest edition, Paul, and sort of the only other alliance that I knew was a solid alliance was between Mike, Carla, and Kiran. And for me, it felt like Mike was kind of like the puppet master in all of that. And then he was like the one pulling all of the strings and it just made more sense for me that, you know, we chopped the head of the snake right off and we've got these other two, Kiran and Carla and whoever else who I wasn't sure of, scrambling around, whereas we've got the stronghold between myself, and Inesu, Chappies, and Paul. And that way, you know, we could have manipulated the game and monopolized it into to, to benefit us. And um, hopefully that – and I was hoping that that would have carried us through to, you know, all the different sort of – obstacles, all, all, all the different sort of swaps and so on and so forth until merge. But, um, yeah, so that was sort of my perception around that idea and um, sort of um, on that strategy was to kind of, you know, like eliminate sort of another driving force and really pick up the pieces um, as we go along. So, and still have the core allies, which is myself, Chappies, and Nessu, and then Paul, holding on strong until merge and we would see from there. So, yeah, that Mm -hmm. was kind of my idea around that. And, and, um, you know, like I said, you know, I didn't know who else was involved with the Alliance. I didn't, I mean, yeah, I was just really committed to one Alliance and uh, um, yeah. So I wasn't really sure, you know, I couldn't fill in, connect all the dots with other people, but I definitely connected the dots with Mike and his Alliance. And uh, yeah, that was where that was coming from.
0: Now, there's one person that we haven't spoken about so far that you also formed somewhat of a close relationship of, on the island, or it looked like it may have been a close relationship because you do go to this person and you tell them about Chappies' uh, diplomatic immunity, and that's Tyson. Yeah. Uh, what was your yeah. thinking in regards to going to Tyson and telling him about this?
1: Well, um, I don't know if you also saw that one scene, uh, Chris, where myself, Tyson, and Kieran are on the, on the island collecting wood and so on and so forth. and Yep um i sort of kind of bait the question of like who are you who are you guys thinking about aligning with and he then responded and said he was thinking about me through those days you know we had like a couple of discussions you know sort of you know aligned discussions and i think that was like the day before tribal council and um, it was after we'd lost the challenge and At that point, I also was starting to feel sort of again, and I'll say it again, uncertain and uneasy about, you know, Paul and Chappies' sort of, you know, connection and um, sort of energy around camp and so on and so forth. And at that point, you know, I felt like I needed to kind of branch out and um, seek some kind of, you know, second plan. And um, Mm. that was why I told him about that. It it wasn't really the best move. I could have maybe done it a bit better, but – yeah, so that was why I had uh, mentioned that to him, and he was like the next best thing in terms of trusting, and and for me at least, um, he was the next person that I thought I could confide in with that information or give that information to.
0: Okay, that makes sense. And Santoni, let's talk about her a little bit here because for a big part of the two episodes, she's kind of missing until she goes to Immunity Island and then suddenly, obviously, you guys weren't aware of what she found on the island at that point. But what I'm sort of more interested in is that if Santoni wasn't sent to Immunity Island, do you believe that she would have become the easy target instead of a mic or would it have been very difficult to pull off a Santoni vote for you at Tribal Council?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Chris, um, like it's a very difficult question to answer clearly right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely at the time, I think that she would have probably had a target on her back uh, for various reasons. Um, And also because I didn't really know who she was aligned with. Again, like I said a few moments ago, um, I had sort of, you know, my dedication towards one alliance. And um, I hadn't really like spoken to either tribe or castaways or like fellow tribe members about, aligning with them. And my kind of goal was to, you know, like sever any other alliances or whoever else is sort of having that power play within any other alliances and try to monopolize all of these different people who were um, in in uncertain, who were uh, uh, dealing with uncertainty. So, Santoni was for me, like, she definitely, I think, she, I mean, also, you know, I, I don't want to speak around in circles, but going to tribal council, you know, it, everybody's got a target on their back. Uh, you can't sit there and be ignorant and like enough to think, "Oh no, I'm not going home tonight." That's absolute bollocks. Like you, literally, everybody's got a target on their back. And as as I saw in my own episode, like I definitely felt like I would have a target on my back. I had no like doubt in my mind that I would be going home. It was just that I trusted my alliance and I trusted mm-hmm. sort of the agreement that we had spoken about. Um. Wow. So yeah, Saint so Twenty. You know, she might have been the one that have gone, that had gone home that night, and she might have not been the one that had gone home that night, depending on how she strategized and how she played her game to try and save herself and staying longer in the game. So I can't really cl- answer that question like to the T um, and say that yeah, she should, she would have gone home or not.
0: No, fair enough. Now, yeah. um, another question I wanted to ask you is in the episode, we see that the elements really rock you guys on the nighttime there and you get all that rain and the downpour that happens. Um, and then you guys have to move over to the cave to um, go and sort of cuddle up the together beach. there. And try, <laughs> yes, 100%. Would you say that um, that part of the game was the toughest part of being out there? How did you find, you know, being out there and actually doing it? Because us as fans, like I've watched, just to yeah. give you an idea, I've watched more than 50 seasons of Survivor. I'm a big fan. Okay. Yeah, um, and yeah, we always yeah. think that we can do it until we're out there. How is it like actually experiencing those elements out there while you're playing the game?
1: Well, just to give you a heads up, look at how I'm dressed right now. I knew that today <laughs> I'd be speaking about and reliving those moments. So <laughs> it, it definitely runs chills through my body. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, like it, it was, it was, it was tough. Eh? Um, definitely not for the fainted heart. I mean, you need real thick skin. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, just the rain and then the wind and then this and then a little bit of sun and you're just, like, so happy and that kind of lifts your spirits. And then you could actually tell that any time there was a bit of sunshine, the morale within the camp, besides the fire challenge and Chappie's coming home with that, you know, mm. like, just a bit of sun, it kind of – like, people would start to, like, you know, bloom a little bit mm. um, kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, then, you know, just – I don't know what time, what what rain, what uh, time of the year, rain season is out there, but it was definitely like mm. <laughs> it was definitely that, and um, yeah, it t- it took a toll. Uh, it definitely t- took a toll. I mean, by day four, um, I don't know if you, if you watch closely, I watched myself on the screen, and I could see I could see how exhausted and sort of how, you know cranky I was and like really not in, you know, the right state of mind to even be thinking rationally or um, mm-hmm. not not dramatically. So um, yeah, it definitely took its toll on all levels.
0: Now, we spoke about the lows of lows in your game, obviously, with the elements being out there. Um, and one of the things I want to sort of talk about is what was one of the highlights of you being out there, something that you look back on fondly of playing the game? I know it probably is your perfectly executed tackle on Nicole in the opposing tribe in episode one, where you take <laughs> oh, it, wow. take her out. But outside of that, what else was um, sort of your claim to fame or the thing that you really enjoyed Oh, being wow. Out
1: there? That was, uh, yes, I have, you know, I forgot completely about that. And I saw that and I. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I literally swept her right off her feet. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> I'm good at sweeping people off their feet. I love you know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, you know, one of the memorable things I think you know the whole experience in itself. You know, just having that opportunity and not regretting even being there is really like it's 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 gold, man. It's pure gold and. One of the, you know, Chappies coming home with the fire, and us having fire that evening and being able to eat something warm, and you know, even even the the things that you wouldn't think were memorable, things like huddling up together, trying to just get some sleep or trying to keep warm or like, those things are just it, it it's like a united front, um, you know, and it's it's not even like a physical, you're not uniting against a physical force, you you're not uniting against a natural force, an uncontrollable force, and yeah, I like the whole experience for me, when I look back, I can't say that I regret anything, Chris. I cannot point a finger and be negative about anything. and uh, even being a part of the game for me, you know, that's that's my prize. Like that's worth more to me than the million rand or whatever, you know, whatever else there is up for grabs. You know, just being there and having had that opportunity to participate in the world's best social experiment yet is like the ultimate sort of um, you know thing that I'm grateful for. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm like over the moon with having like even been a part of it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, you're part of a very um, exclusive community over in South Africa. There has only been eight seasons up until this point, and you're part of that Survivor family in South Africa. Uh, another question that I wanted to ask you is, if you were to play the game again, what would you have done differently um, out there compared to what you did? Um, you know, if you look at your game, obviously it got you voted out here in the second place. What, if anything, would you do differently if you were out there again?
1: You know, I probably if i think about it now I'd probably be you know a little bit more sort of the whole like because in life and the way that i like to live my life is sort of you know be as honest as possible and be as real as possible and i think you know survivor being survivor, and i don't mean this to kind of you know uh, lessen the sort of faith in human in human but you can't trust anyone and you know in order to i think if i would have just maybe been a little bit more strategic about my gameplay, I probably would have gone a bit further um in terms of, you know, maybe keeping, keeping like, don't attract too much attention to myself. If Carlos' shoes are uh, too close to the fire, and it's her second pair that's about to burn, let it burn. Not your business. Leave it. <laughs> like, if Kieran's, you know, in alliance with Mike, and he's lying to you, and, you know, let him. Like, cool. Let it go. Let it go. Just focus on the gameplay, and just think, because ultimately I just wanted to be there for longer I just wanted to play for longer and just you know even it's not even like I said not about winning the money it was just not na- just about the adventure and just about really participating again in the so in the world's best social experiment and yeah so and I probably would have done that but maybe incorporated some kind of deceptive um, you know strategy within my sort of honest game, um as well as um be a bit more patient, be a bit more aware, be a bit more kind of like read the room type type mannerism. Not to say I didn't do that, but um yeah just um just be a little bit more kind of I don't know patient and just hang back and you know yeah probably that's fair enough
0: now, now, Pinty, um, what's next for you? Is there anything that you would like to plug, Any anything that you're currently getting up to? Obviously, uh, if there is anything like your Instagram, I think I'm following you on there. I'll make sure to put that in the description below for people yeah. who are watching this so they can go follow that. Is there any other social media platforms or any sort of projects you're working on that you would like to make our viewers aware of?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, um, my social media handles are all v, um P-I-N-T-S-W-I-E. And um, yeah, there's a few things in the pipeline. Just check, just uh, keep an eye out on my social media platforms, um, and you know, like yeah, post, post uh, survivor South Africa. I want to try and get more involved with outreach programs, you know, with kids and uh, youth uh, from disadvantaged backgrounds. And um, yeah, I mean, there's always something to do out there. There's always something to do for our people. And uh, I'm always on the hunt for 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 awesome projects to work on as well. So. Like I said, just keep into, keep an eye out on my social media pages and uh, yeah, you'll you'll stay updated.
0: Stay there for a second as I close this off, and I will tell you how I'm going to share this afterwards. For everybody watching this, please subscribe, hit the notification bell, put a like on it. We're closing in on 1,000 subscribers at the moment, which is our next goal. We really um, have enjoyed your support so far for the season. Uh, We will be back this week again to do the recap of the next episode for Survivor Immunity Island, and we will be joined by our correspondent uh, who normally does the challenge podcasts with me there, my co host for that, Chantel Francis. So watch out for that. Points, stay there for a second, and we will talk soon. Thanks for watching.